0: to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Isaac, and I am hosting tonight, and I have one other Infinity Bro with me, Infinity Bro Zane. How are you doing today, Zane? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Isaac? I'm doing great. Uh, It's good to finally be back. I feel like it's just been so busy the last few weeks for everybody, so it's been hard to, to get some content out there, so... But you made that nice little episode with Mark. That was really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a nice little uh, peel the the covers back, I suppose, a little bit and <laughs> the, of the of the
0: Zane onion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when he sprung that Infinity Gauntlet on you, what were what were your thoughts going through your head?
1: <laughs> it, it had been a thought of mine. I'm like, you know, we always come up with these Infinity Gauntlets for like a guest to come on, and so it's something in my head that I was like, you know, why don't we ever put any of us through this Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that's true. You know, just to get different answers, because, you know, there's six of us, but we all have different answers. And then... So, <laughs> and so he, <laughs> he finally... He twisted that on me, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I was literally just thinking about this. So I was like, right, let's go. I'm ready.
0: In in reference to our, our previous episode, then, go check out, I believe it's episode 85 in the Infinity Bros podcast, uh, where Mark puts Zane through the Infinity Gauntlet. And Zane, I would like to say, I don't think I've ever actually... Discuss this with you, but you said that there's not that many types of fedoras. A fedora is a type of hat, but guess what, Zane? There are plenty of different types of fedoras, and you should know that since they're your favorite type of hat.
1: I I don't know that. I don't know that at (laughs) all. Okay, I
0: I I don't know the different. I don't know. I don't know if I'm assuming there is like different terms to describe them, but like Mark has that little USA fedora, right, with the short brims, and then you've got like Indiana Jones who has a much different style of fedora than mark jones does although it would be sweet to see mark jones in an indiana jones fedora
1: but is that technically a fedora what indiana jones is wearing i thought it was
0: but i i could be wrong because i'm not a hat expert so neither is... am
1: i so that's why i'm like wait a second <laughs> well you're a fedora expert though, so <laughs> that is not even close that's why to... i'm asking you <laughs> i can't even yeah, well we can't even spell fedora
0: um yeah i doubt that i doubt that you probably have a a wall full of them in the background that that's you why you blur out your backgrounds because you don't want us to see your room full of fedoras
1: i mean i blur out my background because my bed is full of laundry i've yet to fold so
0: <laughs> that's not too different from myself then right uh, so uh for those of you who are wondering um what Zane's uh, favorite type of fedora is? Go to episode <laughs> eighty-five and listen to that. Um, also, Zane, we would love to see a picture of you in a fedora sometime. So, so absolutely, we'll work not. On that, absolutely, absolutely not. But absolutely not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, well, we have a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, it's going to be a quick one because all we're doing tonight is we are just reviewing. Episode one of the Marvel show. What if that just premiered last week? So lots of really, really cool things about that show. And then we're going to have some what's hot. What's not. Haven't had that segment for, for a while. Um, That's going to be a a nice little callback to all the things that we used to discuss when our episodes were like one and a half to two hours long. Uh, So that'll be fun. I'm really excited to hear what Zane's been, been into lately. Um, and then we're going to end with our top five, what if storylines, and, uh, I'll keep, I'll keep that on the DL a little bit. We'll explain it a little bit when it, when it gets here, but a lot of stuff to go through. Uh, Zane, what, what are you most excited for to be on an episode of the infinity bros podcast? It's a, it's a great evening to hang out with you, Isaac. Obviously, it is. It is. You're right about that. <laughs> no, right just, just that. Our... it's always a great evening to hang out with me, though. <laughs> I mean, just you specifically, only you, <laughs> just me. Yeah, I mean, none of the other Infinity Bros really are, are worthy to be hung out with tonight, just Zane and I. So. Yep, that's true. So, wherever you're listening, however, you're listening, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Uh, For those of you guys who don't know, we are the Infinity Bros. We're a group of six guys who have a podcast. We stream on Twitch, um, and we just get into some general shenanigans all over the place. So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, We're kind of most active on Twitter, but all the other platforms, uh, we definitely will, will hang out with you as well. So definitely go ahead and give us a follow and check. Hang out with uh, us on Twitch. Uh, We do love to stream. We are kind of in a bit of a hiatus with our streaming and our podcasting because it's summer and we're all busy doing stuff. So uh, a little bit uh, unfortunate because, I mean, we we like to keep up the content. The content is fun for us to produce. So we like to keep the Infinity Bros universe uh, guessing on what we're going to come out with. Um, What has been your favorite uh, picture that we've seen from the infinity bros retreat zane
1: oh like it's gotta be the one of mark that that close up <laughs> <It's> staring down <laughs>
0: yeah so like good. that is Ugh.
1: that is meme worthy right it's there just a,
0: it's a thirst trap man you just look at that and you just like how how
1: how how i've broken three phones already <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's rough uh <laughs> Mark is Mark is always here for for the Infinity Bros and the Infinity Bros amusement, Infinity Bros uh, universe amusement though. So, uh, props to him for being a just a great guy that uh, provides us entertainment. That's um, true. He's a team can't really, player. Can't really. He is. He is. You can't really go wrong when you're in a room with Mark. He he is the the life of the party, um, and Max hates it. He hates it. So.
1: Max hates it because Mark takes all the attention from him.
0: That is true. Yes. Max (laughs) is kind of the attention hog. And when people are competing with him for the attention of the group, uh, Max is not, he's not all about that. You're absolutely correct. I think my favorite one that we've had recently is actually, it was just named uh, in a contest that we had on Twitter. Uh, We had a, we had a a shoot that we replicated the Lord's Supper and, and, um, I think who was it? The one I think LJ won it. He named it the Infinite Supper, so that was that was a pretty cool uh, little photo that we took. If you if you want to check that out, go to Twitter. I think has has it a couple times. You can go to all our social media to check that out. The Infinite Supper. Uh, I I did some. Okay, I'm not like I'm not like super adept. I would say at producing like videos and 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 editing photos and stuff like that. So that's one I'm like pretty proud of actually. I was like I actually did some work on that picture and I I hope it comes through in in the finished product. But um man, we had a blast at that Inf- Infinity Bros retreat and it shows through in the photos that we got for sure. So Zane, are you ready to get down for some Infinity Bros? content.
1: Isaac, you know me, I'm always ready to get down. Get down. Let's go. It's it's okay, how I roll. so
0: That's how Zane rolls. So let's get right down into it. What If? What If is an animated series created by AC Bradley for Disney Plus based on the Marvel Comics series of the same name. It's the fourth television series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, produced by Marvel Studios and the studio's first animated series. The the series explores alternate timelines in the multiverse that show what would happen if major moments from the MCU films occurred differently. The first season of What If? premiered on August 11th, 2021, and will consist of nine episodes releasing weekly, concluding on October 6th. It is part of phase four of the MCU, and a second nine-episode season is in development. Zane, we—I mean, we've been hyped for this for a really long time ever since it was announced. Um, and as I mentioned before, it's—it's a—a pretty—I wouldn't say it's like super duper popular um, comic series, but it's kind of a fun one because it just explores so many different possibilities and it can get super wacky. And uh, so Zane. Like, what was your hype coming into this show? Uh, we had seen a couple different trailers, and we'll get into it a little bit, but the most recent trailers, I mean, were all about this episode one of uh, Peggy Carter becoming uh, Captain America. So coming into this episode, what were your thoughts? Um, what were you excited for about this show?
1: Well, I was just, it just excited from the standpoint. Like, it's something new. It's more content to get into. Um, it wasn't necessarily like the same hype level that she had coming into, you know, Falcon the Winter Soldier, um, Loki, any of the other shows. Um, it was just kind of its own off brand, not off brand, but just kind of its own series that you knew was coming down the line. Um, I think what's most exciting about this, though, is just the opportunity it gives to present alternate stories that can just be one offs. Um, you know, a quick half hour of just a one-off, um, yeah, just a story of like, hey, what if this happened? What if this happened? And not only do you kind of to dive into some more of these stories, but it completely fits into Phase Four, and especially everything that we had, you know, from the end of Loki and um, everything else, and Wandavision. So like, it completely fits in with this whole fractured you know multiverse everything like yeah show some of these stories because like you know that can completely tie in like you can have these introductions of having these what ifs and then randomly it, have this show up in a movie somewhere because like yeah. why why not do that like especially if right. you're getting into something that's exploring alternate timelines alternate things that happened even if it's just you know use this as your cameos if you need to have right. characters from What Ifs become your new cameos, you know? Yeah,
0: right. Well, and um, so we are fresh off of uh Loki, which just ended probably, what was it, a month now uh ago. And that, I mean, that really blew things open because we knew that What If was going to be, you know, basically alternate timelines. But we didn't know that the multiverse was going to be created while, you know, before... Loki happened. And now I I think it's actually been confirmed. I'll have to I'll have to look up the article on that, but I think um Marvel has said that these are each different multiverses. So they're all like canon technically, but they're all multiverses within uh the the vast, you know, multiverse that is now the MCU. So that I mean that's just like that was like mind-blowing in and of itself that these are like actual paths It's not just like a make believe scenario. Like these are actually different universes that are happening within the MCU. And maybe they are just one offs. You know, we probably won't obviously get into every different universe and have a whole show based on it. But what if we did, though? What if we got a show, a a Disney Plus show, about Peggy Carter as Captain Carter? Like, I mean, just the possibilities are kind of, they're honestly endless. With the show, and so it's it's just mind blowing to think about all the things that Marvel can do now that the the gates are just wide open, uh, so to speak. With with Loki just blowing things out of the water, so that's that's just mind blowing to think of. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna keep it a, a little bit spoiler free first of all. So Zane, why don't you give us like a sixty second spoiler or free review of episode
1: one of uh of what if. Um yeah, so it was I mean, it didn't really like get to like oh my goodness, I have no idea what to expect. Like it really just lays it out there, I mean even in the title of What If Peggy Carter Became Captain America. And you're like, "Oh, okay. It just kind of jumps right into it and I do love that they It ran so much of the story and I like that they started with this one because of what you had with the first Avenger and the first Captain America movie and how it still paced with that original movie, but you could see the little tweaks they made and just the little switches or the little character, um, you know, flips throughout. And I thought that was really cool and uh, really clever of just like, not just this is its own story in its own universe, but we're also kind of pacing it of what you saw in the movie. And so these moments were just kind of flip-flopping some of the people around that to me was really cool. And so like it, it just, it follows kind of that pace of that movie. And yeah, once as I finished it, I was like, I'm in, I'm ready for the next one. Like this is, if we can get more quality uh, content and the further episodes will be like this one, like, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I, Absolutely agree with that. So I thought this episode was fantastic. Um, It was a, like you said, Zane, it was a perfect intro to this series. It didn't really blow your mind. There was nothing about it that was like, wow, I can't believe they did this. And we had seen, you know, trailers of what was happening and it pretty much all transpired about exactly as how, how we expected it to. Uh, with a couple twists, which we'll we'll talk about in our in our spoiler view, review, but I mean the voice cast is great, the animation is amazing. Um, I'm I'm more excited for the future of this show because we're going to get to these episodes later in the season where we don't know what the premise of the sh- of the show is or the right. of the episode is. So those are the ones I'm really excited for because those are the ones that are really going to kind of, I maybe not blow our minds because uh, these seem to be. A little bit like smaller scale i mean again the 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 doors are wide open they can do whatever they want so they could just do universe changing stuff too right but it seems like they're going to be just kind of self-contained like cool little episodes so i'm i'm all in as you said as well um so, Zane, what was your rating of this episode? We'll just go ahead and give that off the bat. Oh, actually, let's go ahead and give a spoiler warning here. If you have not watched What If, make sure you go do that first. It's a pretty quick episode. I think it's only like 30, 30 minutes, so yeah. definitely go and check that out first if you don't want to get spoiled. Uh, again, if you've watched the previews for it, I mean, you pretty much know everything that's going to happen in this episode. But we will go into spoilers now. All right, Zane. So now let's uh, let's hear your rating of it. And, and why you felt that way about this first episode?
1: Mm. Oh man. To, like, I would say, I'm, I'm going to say a five out of six. Like, it's a good introduction. It didn't, it didn't, th- you know, blow my mind or anything. The animation was solid. The voice acting was really good. Like, it's, it's everything that y- you'd want from your first episode. So I I'm struggling to go lower than a 5. It's definitely I wouldn't go higher than 5 and definitely not lower than 4.5. So I'm just going to base it on the high end and give it a 5.
0: I'm I think I'm right with you there. I would give it a 5 out of 6 as well. Um again, we already said it, no nothing really that blows your mind, but I mean, you mentioned it, the voice acting, like they've got we didn't even touch on this yet. Um they've got like so many of the original MCU um, actors and actresses back for doing voice acting in this show. Uh, Haley Atwell is back uh, as Ke- Peggy Carter. Sebastian Stan is back as Winter Soldier Bucky Barnes. Well, he, I guess he's not Winter Soldier in this in this episode right. specifically. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, if you go down the line of all the the actors and actresses that they've got back for this for this show that they've got slated for the rest of the season there's probably more, you'd probably be better um, served to actually give the actors and actresses that are not back (laughs) because there's almost everybody's back. It's, it's pretty wild how they got everybody to come back for this animated show because I, I mean, and I don't know, you know, the contracts of all that stuff, how that works. I'm assuming these are like separate contracts, like, right? Like they're not part of their MCU contracts. So, so they, I, I, don't think that they're like that they have to come back for these for these voice acting bits. But everybody playing MCU characters seems to love it so much that they're like, oh yeah, sure, I get to play more of my character, absolutely. Um, but only thing that was really like, I didn't even know if it was noticeable, but uh, Chris Evans is not back as yeah, um, as Steve Rogers in this, and Josh Keaton who has done plenty of voice acting. Um, did a great job like i I heard people that were like oh chris evans wasn't back like i I thought that was him
1: like he did a great job filling in for him so i was gonna comment on that and just like yeah you like it was halfway through the episode and it was just like wait a second this this isn't chris evans but it's so good that unless you're actually in your mind if you just go in accepting it's chris evans it sounds like chris evans like right. it yeah, is exactly. so on point that you're just like, oh, I hardly even
0: noticed. Yeah, he did a great job, and he's an experienced like voice actor, so he like, I mean, he nails it. He he knocks it out of the park, absolutely.
1: Right, and I'm gonna sign up for anything that gets Haley Atwell back in the MCU, even oh, if it's yeah, just her voice. So, oh my gosh, yeah, for <laughs> real. But seriously, though, like, okay, I heard I heard somebody
0: um, like speculate, or you know, do a fan cast or whatever you want to call it, like a Disney Plus show with Peggy Carter as Captain Carter, like, that would be, oh, that would be awesome. Oh, i watched that. this episode, that. like, this episode just shows the potential that that character has, and it is, it's fantastic. That would Do be, you think
1: if they made that into a show, Robbie would hate that too? Because she'd be like She-Hulk?
0: Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he does seem to, to hate women that do really well for themselves in these type of these type of shows so i bet she does i don't know he, he really lunges. he really hates captain marvel too i mean i i understand like the the disdain for the captain marvel movie itself but he's kind of lumping all all of those characters together and i don't know i don't know what to think about it robbie it's such a shame it is a shame it's a shame that he he doesn't like powerful women <laughs> but anyways um man yeah like this this show is fantastic i loved specifically the parallels that they that they show like that they have like shot for shot uh scenes that are exactly the same as the first avenger just with peggy carter instead of steve rogers as captain america like it's it's super cool the parallels that they have in those Um, I really only have a couple complaints about it. And number one is that, I mean, we saw, I don't even know if it's a complaint. Like, it's just a general complaint of mine that we end up seeing a lot of movies before uh, we see the actual movies. Because we see so much of the plot in the trailers. And we saw, like, probably three full minutes of this, three or four full minutes of this episode in trailers and previews and stuff like that so that's why it was kind of like yeah okay like it was really cool but it wasn't anything mind-blowing because it's literally what we were all expecting to happen which it still didn't make it any less cool like peggy carter becoming captain carter was still awesome but but i don't know it just it just kind of takes a little bit of the hype out from under you i think when when that happens so for me anyways, that's that's kinda what it was. But also the pacing was just I just felt like they were trying to cram so much into half an hour here. Uh they they just kept like zipping from scene to scene and they I think they wanted to show so many parallels between the movie, like the first Avenger and this episode that they they probably put one or two many scenes in there for the length of the episodes. Like they either needed to lengthen the episodes or like, spend a little bit more time in each of those scenarios. Uh, so that the pacing was just a little bit, like, kind of jumping through everything so quickly. And I, I don't think that's going to be the case with... And maybe it will. I don't know. What do you think, Zane? Do you think it's going to be the case with a lot of these episodes because they're trying to draw so many parallels from the MCU that they're... that Like, the movies and stuff that they're from?
1: I think it's going to depend on the movie they're trying to pull for. I think part of the reason why maybe this episode had some of those pacing issues, is literally just because of the the first Avenger, you know, the source that they're pulling from, like, that movie is just so, like, drawn out. And so, like, if you're trying to compress that movie itself into half-hour, like, yeah, you could have definitely made this more into, like, 45 minutes and got more. But, like, if you were just trying to compress this, or even just take the uh, the first Avenger movie in itself, and be like, okay, you need to compress that story into half an hour, it would have that exact same feeling because it's just like, it's just that right. way that story is told right. and th- exactly. how it's paced in itself. So I don't, like, yeah, it, it would have been cool to give it a little more time, but I think that's just more just casually of the story that was being told. And because they were trying to parallel it with the movie, it, it just, that's just kind of how it came out. I don't think there's a whole lot else they could have done differently. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. So um, basically just we'll just do a little quick recap of of what goes on but basically everything is pretty much beat for beat the same as the movie up until they are in the room about to turn Steve Rogers into Captain America and they ask Peggy if she wants to stay in the room and she says yes which is which i believe is different from the movie correct cuz she goes up into yes. the to the like Uh, viewing area the viewing area because that's what they even noted as this was the turning point right yeah they they like took a pause and they're like oh okay well this is different this is and this is by the way also we didn't mention jeffrey wright is narrating this as the watcher i love that and he he does an amazing job of that like that that was maybe maybe my favorite part of this episode was hearing his voice for the first time narrating as the Ooh. watcher i was like "Oh, okay so this good is, this is cool this is cool so he i mean he starts it out he narrates he's doing doing his thing he it, it, there was like a little bit of a pause there when they pointed that out and then she stays in the room uh basically she is she kind of changes the course a little bit the guy the bad guy um blows it blows that up she kind of gets shot from the room he ends up shooting steve rogers instead of um of the scientist guy right or maybe it was both i think he shot both actually
1: yeah he shot steve
0: rogers tries to stop him he shoots steve rogers and he is unable to you know go into the tank and complete the super soldier serum like experiment And basically, Howard Stark is like, all right, we got to do this now or we're going to lose this whole experiment. So uh, Haley Atwell, as Peggy Carter, jumps in there and she is like, all right, let's do this. We're going to be, we're not going to lose this experiment. And she becomes Captain Carter. Um, And that that was a cool, like they have, again, they have beat for beat, shot for shot, um, some scenes that are exactly the same as, as, Uh, the first avenger and one of the first ones that i noticed was she gets in the machine um and it's the same like you see the the blue vials like drain as as they're you know being injected into peggy carter and then it opens and she's like kind of like laying in the same exact position as Steve Steve Rogers was in the movie, and I just thought again, those parallels are just. I think those are the coolest part of the show for me. Um, but yeah, so she she eventually becomes Peggy Carter. And a little fun <laughs> fact tidbit: uh, she becomes
1: she becomes. Oh, she is. Peggy. She was Peggy, so Peggy she Carter. Becomes, she
0: becomes <laughs> Captain Carter. <laughs> I'm like I'm like these three names: Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell, and Captain Carter. I'm like gonna <laughs> jumble them up here for the for the rest of the for the rest of the time here but she so she becomes Captain Carter kind of the same thing happens to her but in a different way so in in the movies Captain America gets kind of like you know s- thrown aside as a failed experiment he gets buried in all this political stuff he's doing all these ads um and in in this what if episode uh John Flynn who is uh the Gosh, what's his title? Strategic Scientific Reserve uh, Leader, um, and that's a little that's a little Easter egg because he actually was in um, a one shot, one of those like short uh, Marvel one shots that they put out a while back. So that was actually a callback to his his character from that one shot. So that was kind of a cool little little tidbit. We'll we'll put a um, a link in the show notes to watch the YouTube link of that. Uh, but that was kind of a cool. Uh, more callback to another character that is not well known in the MCU. Uh, So he basically is like, ah, she's a woman. So (laughs) he's not going to let her be in the war, basically. Uh, So, and then, you know, a lot of different stuff happens. Uh, Red Skull gets the Tesseract. Um, There's some different things that happen because of uh, Peggy Carter being Captain Carter instead of, Instead of Steve Rogers being Captain America, she is able to get the Tesseract from uh, the Red Skull, and in in the movie, obviously the Red Skull uses it to make you know weapons and stuff like that. Howard Stark, which actually had a more prominent role in this episode than he had probably in the movie, honestly, right. uh, he is able to make this Hydra Stomper that Steve Rogers pilots. So it's kind of cool. It like twists it on the head. Steve Rogers basically becomes Iron Man. Right. That was cool. That was kind of a cool little twist. But then she also is able to save Bucky Barnes. Uh, When he is about to um, fall off of the train, she grabs him and he he makes a funny comment. He's like, oh man, you almost tore off my arm. And it's like, oh, okay. Right, <laughs> yeah, like, ah, he ah, saved ah, his arm. I see what <laughs> you did there. Saved his arm. Also, uh, we're uh, presumably in this universe. We probably don't get Winter Soldier because Bucky Barnes lives. So yeah, some cool, interesting, um, just little little things. You know, like the the cool thing about this is like it's like a butterfly effect, and I kind of hope the rest of the the episodes kind of take that approach, which it seems like they will. But, you know, everything is normal up until, boom, this one moment in time where things just change and the rest of history is changed because of that one moment. Like, that's just such a cool little uh, parallel. Uh, what was your favorite, like, little tidbit um, that was, like, different from the main story, Zane?
1: Um, yeah, I have I to say, the, whole, the, the Steve Rogers in the whole Hydra Stomper thing... Like I was not expecting that, so right. that was that a cool little twist, and I was like, okay, that's actually pretty clever. And then the fact that it does kind of look like that Mark I Iron Man armor, you're just like, yeah, okay, that's that's kind of cool. Um, I think my, <laughs> not really like a tidbit or necessarily a change. My favorite scene from the whole thing is, I don't remember if it, if it was when she was stealing the Tesseract or after. But, um, no, it's when she, yeah, it was when she was stealing, because she goes to get, uh, Erskine, or no, Arnim Zola, sorry, and then, uh, so there's fighting, and then she, you know, beats up all the, the Hydra soldiers, and then the one, the big blonde one comes out, and how he's just, like, oh, making those yes. remarks, oh, they send a Line to do the fighting, and yeah. she just, like, looks at him, and just <laughs> oh absolutely just, like, beats him just, down, just... like, two hits. That just was my breaks favorite his part. leg right away. Yo, oh my just gosh. Just Just face into the ground. I was dying after that. I was you like, know what that, that scene was reminded me of,
0: too? That totally reminded me of um. Gosh, I'm trying to remember which Indiana Jones it is. It's it's when he when he fights the big huge uh like Nazi guy that eventually gets like um just like shredded by a plane propeller. Oh, <laughs> That's what it reminded <laughs> me of that scene. Cause this big, huge Nazi dude just comes out and is like, and it's like Indiana Jones This this fairly normal sized guy is battling this just giant Hulk of a man. And for some reason it had the same vibes here. Like this guy came out and he was just like, oh, he's just expecting to beat her up, like no problem. Yep. And she just snaps his leg snaps right his off leg, the leg. just
1: right <laughs> just sucker just punch to the jaw, just launches kicks him the into the crap pavement. Crap out of
0: him! Oh my gosh!
1: Love that part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was that was really good. You're you're totally right about that. Oh man. So okay, and then she uh, eventually comes head to head with uh, with the Red Skull. Um, and the Red Skull uses the Tesseract to open a portal. Um, presumably because he didn't have time to develop these weapons that he made with the Tesseract in, in the movie, right? So he, he grabs the Tesseract. He's like, all right, well, man, if I can't win, the whole world is going down with me. I think he says something to the effect of of that. And he, he opens this portal and this uh, crazy uh, creature, like tentacled creature is like reaching out and destroying everything. <laughs> Kills Red Skull. I did not see that coming. Yep, that, that was like, that was oh, a bit of a surprise. Okay, Red Skull's dead. All right then. <laughs> Sweet. Uh yeah, and then and then Captain Carter kind of fights him the creature off enough to push it back into the portal. She goes into the portal. They her the rest of her team are able to close the portal and later 70 years later who enacts the uh, enables the tesseract again but nick fury so she pops out with a bunch of severed tentacles also she grabbed a sword in the castle which was sick that was cool she had the sword yep. and the, sh- the shield and she was like slicing tentacles and like that was that was awesome so she jumps in there she comes out 70 years later and obviously i mean you would think that uh steve rogers is probably dead so she's she's already sad that that's going on but i mean this is like avengers team up time this is this is when uh you know nick fury is recruiting people cuz he's got he's got clint barton he's got hawkeye next to him um and he's like recruiting people Uh, to be a part of the Avengers. So this is like, man, Captain Carter is going to be a part of the present-day Avengers in this universe. Like, that just, oh, that was such a cool part. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of, you know, obviously sad that she doesn't get to be with uh, Steve because they develop a really quick relationship and rapport. Obviously a 30-minute episode, but they're, like, already basically in a relationship in this episode. As opposed to the movie where they're kind of like dance, they kind of dance around it the whole time, and then they fi- he finally asks her for that dance at the end, you know. Right. Well, I think this... they
1: the part of it is they kind of pulled that from that existing knowledge of like what you already had from the movie that like hey, these two kind of have that interest, and like that's why like I thought it was the, that they you know how it paralleled the movie of still like hey. You still promised me that, Dan. Like, that. That like they kept right. that whole yeah. same thing. Yeah, and they did. That was cool. Like, yeah, it felt like it was the Rush thing, but I feel like that was just kind of a... Well, you understand that they kind of had a thing for each other already. So it's not like, you know, you got a 30-minute episode. You, that's not really something you have to spend a lot of time exploring. Like, you know it's there right. already. Right. And I think what these
0: episodes are nice for is... These are going to be cool episodes later when this whole show is out. To just, like, throw on in the background. Like, these are not episodes that you have to think about a lot. Um, and I think they did that purposefully, too. Like, all right, you can... It's it's just a cool, like, all right, this is a different universe. Like, here, this happens. It's really cool. All right, moving on. Let's do the next universe. That's really cool, too. Like, they're not deep diving into these yet. I mean, they potentially could if if there's enough fan reception and and they want to do something about it. But like they don't have to. Like these are just cool right. little little one-offs that they can, you know, they can sprinkle those little Marvel Easter eggs that we all love into these episodes. And and I mean, they're gonna be this show is gonna be a fan favorite. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. Um, So yeah, I definitely definitely love all of the the things they're doing with this show. Um, Zane, any other um, comments about the rest of the show? I, I also I think I. Oh, yeah, I did mention that I'm also rating out of five out of six. Um, I think we will get a couple episodes this season that I'm going to rate a six out of six, though. I think there's going to be a few that are going to be really, really good. Um, And next week, we're actually getting uh, Chadwick Boseman as uh, Star-Lord. We're getting Chadwick Boseman, who recorded uh, lines for this show before he passed. So that's going to be really really cool to to hear his voice in this show for sure uh so zane what are you looking forward to for the rest of this show for the rest of the year and i mean even into season two as well i mean maybe they haven't obviously started production on season two but you think those season two episodes are going to be based on the original um mcu kind of like phase one stuff are they going to be playing off of the stuff that's happening in the mcu right now
1: Well, I feel like you have enough content that, like, you could just run that in your seasons. Like, have season one of this show have all your what-ifs of kind of phase one stuff. Have season two go phase two stuff. Like, you have enough content out there that you could do what-if seasons for kind of every phase you went through. And even so, like, there's just so much you can do with this. And that's why, like, it's such a great idea for a show because it's... It can come with such a laid-back... Like, this isn't necessarily that show that... You know, it's not the next episode of, you know, WandaVision... Where everyone's, oh my goodness, what are these theories... And trying to come up with right. all these crazy stuff... Like, it's literally just like... It's it's 30 minutes... It, it's just a fun ride... Like, what mm-hmm. it is is what it is... Like, right. if you want to do something completely off the walls... There's your, there's your sketchboard... Show me what you yeah. got... If you want to do chance. something that's cool, interesting... That could tie in further you can do that. Like there's so much, you know, room to work with on this. It's like, you can just, yeah, you can do whatever you want. And that's, that's really cool.
0: Right. And speaking of off the wall, man, whatever you want to do, our top five is going to be our top five storylines. What if storylines that we want to see or would, you know, would be fun to see in an episode of what if, so we'll get to that uh, at the end in our top five, but Definitely check out What If on Disney+. Plus. Um, episode 1 premiered last week. Episode 2 premieres uh, this week. I believe the 17th is Wednesday? No, 18th. 18th is Wednesday. 18th of August. And I believe they said October 6th is going to be the last episode. So definitely check that out. It is going to be a wild ride, like you said, Zane. So before we get into our top five of what ifs, uh, let's check out some what's hot, what's not.
1: Hot
0: Or snot <laughs> What hot What's hot, What's not is a segment that we like to just tell each other what we've been into lately. Um, some good things, some bad things, some things in between. Uh, Zane, why don't you go ahead and go first and tell us what you've been into lately?
1: All right. well, I've been <laughs> for those that don't know, like I'm really big uh, like I love watching horror movies. <laughs> and especially on anything that has to do with you know ghost hunting, like I don't know why it just it it gets me. I've been on such a binge on that. Um, so I so if you don't like just the the paranormal stuff, they have a true crime series as well. But on Hulu, the um, BuzzFeed put out their BuzzFeed Unsolved, and so they have an entire like there's like five or six seasons they have of like just ghost hunting. And then they have, like, five or six seasons of just true crime. And I have spent the past week or so just burning through all the seasons of that. Fantastic watch. Um, so if anyone wants a, a new show to dive into, the the two guys that do it, um, Shane and Ryan, like... I mean, from the aspect, just from the side of the the, the ghost hunting side, <laughs> these two are my favorite ghost hunters I've ever watched on a screen. Like, the, the, the one guy is the biggest skeptic, and then, then the one guy is the easily scared, like, oh my goodness, this is so real. And the way those two interact, like, they, they would be in our friend group. Like, those guys are just absolute characters. It's super fun to watch. And then... Even the true crime well, it's one, the same it's the guys same doing thing. The true crime one as how those as two well. interact, okay, that's cool. the true nice. crime one is just so interesting. Yep, yep, yep. And then, uh and it, it just—it's fascinating stuff. And it's like it's not necessarily something you have to fully invest in if you don't want to. You can just kind of have that, just kind of go on, learn a few things. Be like, oh yeah, that is pretty interesting. So. Nice. That's what been if, the big so thing the I've Infinity been watching Bros, like uh, who would be the ones to do recently.
0: the uh the ghost hunting show and who would be the ones to do the true crime show
1: Oh man like who no, who, would watch the one, each, like, who would be one like ghost the show the... like who
0: who could we get to do the ghost hunting I mean Max would be he'd Max would be hilarious cuz he'd be the guy that gets like spooked doing everything and we could throw I feel like Jarrett would be pretty pretty skeptical we could probably put jarrett and max together
1: well that's that's my exact thought for the ghost hunting one i'd go max and jarrett yeah just (laughs) i feel like it yeah because max would spook (laughs) on literally everything and and jarrett would just be over here just like (laughs) just laughing like max what are you doing i'm a computer and i can mathematically (laughs) prove ghosts aren't real blah 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 blah, blah. i'd be down (laughs) and then it's and then, as far as true crime, like I, I mean, you'd have to be. I know on this they do the same guys, but like on a true crime one, like oh, I'd okay. have to go with you for sure, definitely on you, just because I mean, just okay. the nurse and background, you got the forensic, uh, and just kind of just the stuff. interesting that yeah, right, kind of the forensic. You can kind of have a little more knowledge when you're pouring over the evidence. All right, all right, um, I can dig that. But but then I'd also. I'd probably also go Oh yeah, he's the conspiracy so you and
0: Oh man, that would be the great because cuz he's yep. the
1: conspiracy yep. yep, he's the big yep. conspiracy He'd be the guy, guy. Like asking the questions at the so. end of the show
0: like but did did they really kill them? Did they did they <laughs> did exactly. they actually frame See, somebody else? It, it, it's
1: question mark? <laughs> it's funny it's funny that you say that because the the Shane he, mm-hmm. so he's like the skeptic guy for the ghost hunter he carries that same attitude really? when they okay. do the true so he's crime the one stuff. That's like questioning everything. And, and so, like the, the, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> that would be Mark's role. But yeah. So like the the first half half of the episode, they give out all the the the, you know what the story is. And then the second half, they give out the theories. And the best part is any time they get into a theory that has to do with like aliens, it, it's it's fantastic. I'm like, Mark, <laughs> this it. could be Mark. So yeah, I'm gonna go. If we're breaking that down, the true okay. crime one would be you and Mark. And then the ghost hunting one it. would be Max I'd and Jarrett. <laughs> I would, oh, I would pay to watch that. <laughs> um, let's see. Outside of that, not, oh, not a whole lot. Um, as far as like video game rumors, I just recently saw that there it was a leak recently that um a rumor that they're working on a oh, new yeah, Sly I'm Cooper game. That one. That one. Yeah. which i yep i posted that which that definitely gets my attention because that's kind of been a game that's kind of fell to the mm-hmm. wayside like I no never one's, i didn't like, play playstation i, I don't remember around, the last so I never time i actually
0: played any of them
1: see like they right and they were kind of one of those games that always solid super fun games mm-hmm. but they just never got yeah. the attention that they should have and sly cooper 4 I don't, I don't even know when that came out. I mean, it's been over ten years. It's gotta so be. That, was that on the
0: PlayStation Three? Yeah, then? so that's the, the last one that they made.
1: Okay. It it had to have been because I know the bulk of them was gotcha. um, on PS two.
0: I mean, yeah, I'd be down to check it out, especially as if it comes out as like a PlayStation exclusive, maybe like a PS Plus like promotional thing. Like, I would absolutely be down to to check that out, try it out on a Thrifty Thursday it'd be sweet
1: oh jk the uh sly cooper 4 came out in 2013 so so that was like eight years ago
0: ps4 came out right
1: uh yeah yeah it only released on playstation 3 and
0: still on ps3 gotcha nice okay
1: cool yeah anything else for us zane uh not really kind of just been sitting here i'm waiting for october to get here for oh, battlefield yeah. to come out nice outside and of that we'll,
0: we'll have to have a little bit more That's scary kinda... streams in october because i know we've been kind of slacking on our on our spooky spooky
1: streams yes. so we'll have to get a
0: couple up in uh, october
1: and I, hypothetically it, they haven't confirmed it but if they go by what they did last yeah, year, we should the, be getting the next, next uh, yeah, right. Dark Pictures know, game. What is that one named
0: again? I that should be October.
1: Uh, House okay. of Ashes, I believe. Because, yeah, if it follows suit of uh, Little Hope, it should come out oh, Halloween, Halloween night. Halloween
0: night stream. Or the yeah, day before. Let's
1: go. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, stay tuned Spooky for Stream.
0: For, for a Spooky Stream in October. It, it's going to be happening. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Anything else you got <laughs> for us? Hot and snot, Zane? Uh, nope.
1: No, that's about, that's about gotcha. all that's going okay. on in my so world. So I've got
0: a couple things. I'm going to start off with uh my snot because I want to end on a positive note. And Zane, you can kind of join the conversation here because we've been talking about this in our group chat. And I really wanted to get a, a spoiler episode on it, but we just never got around to it. We've all been so stinking busy. But Space Jam 2. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, is on my <laughs> snot list. Okay, guys. I mean, there's been so many mixed reviews on this movie. Um, I watched it on HBO Max when it came out that weekend. I believe it was the July 18th uh, weekend, or I think it was even before that, maybe. maybe Something like that. But anyways, um, so many mixed reviews. And among all of the Infinity Bros, we have ratings all the way from 1.5 to... I think 4.5. I think Max's was a 4.4 or 4, 4.5. 4. That is yeah. insane. Max is a Max crazy, is a man. crazy you're, man. You're absolutely right. So I will start off with, this is a, it's an entertaining watch. It's one that I I might watch again. It's nothing that I would pay for. It's not, it's not good enough for me to spend money on this movie. But I rated it a 3 out of 6, just for the entertainment value. It's got Looney Tunes in it, and they do a pretty cool... Job of the of the like kind of 3D animation that they pull the Looney Tunes into later in the movie. Um, the one thing that they did really well in this movie was WB uh, did this thing called the Serververse, and they pulled in all of their IPs into this movie, which was which was actually pretty cool. Like that was cool. We got to see. The Iron Giant and King Kong, like, sitting and watching the basketball game when it was going on. And they, like, zoomed past Harry Potter world. And and it was – that part was really cool. But other than that, this movie was absolute garbage. This is a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. LeBron is a terrible actor. Like, probably one of the worst sports actors (laughs) – like, sports actors – are just bad in general so you like you give them a little bit of grace right because it's like yeah they're they're not actors they're just professional athletes that got roped into doing this because they're making a lot of money for it basically but lebron is like one of the worst i've ever watched like he's he's awful just absolutely wooden and don cheadle does like help a little bit like he was pretty pretty okay in this movie but man, LeBron is so bad, and, and I will say MJ is bad in Space Jam the first one. Like he's not a great actor, but he still he he played it like he knew he was a bad actor. That's that's how I view like Space Jam. He knew that he wasn't a good actor. He he was relying on the Looney Tunes to make him funny, and
1: right, he played
0: like right, he was exactly. acting with and cartoon characters. Right, and, and, and my complaint about this movie is this is a movie about LeBron that just happens to have Looney Tunes in it. Space Jam, the original Space Jam, worked because it was a Looney Tunes movie that had Michael Jordan in it. Like, there's big differences there. And the fact that this movie was about LeBron, it just wasn't even interesting. Like, the story was stupid. The I don't even remember the villains besides... Don Cheadle because like they weren't important in the story like it was (laughs) it was just dumb and and the Looney Tunes were fine like they weren't the funniest I've ever watched the Looney Tunes before but they were they were you know Looney they were the Looney Tunes so it was like again it's a three out of six it's an entertaining watch not something that I probably would go back to it, unless I like was watching it to make fun of it. But I I absolutely don't see how Max got a 4.5 or 4 or whatever he rated it out of this show. I the original Space Jam, again, is not a perfect movie, but it was leagues, leagues better than this movie. It this movie is just it just wasn't good. And I don't know, I don't know who out there thinks that this is a good movie and why, but it uh, to me it's it's not a good movie lebron's terrible he kind of ruined it for me and it's not it's not that i hate lebron either like he's not like my favorite athlete in the world but i didn't have any like disdain for lebron prior to this movie that makes me hate the movie he was just a terrible actor so i don't know i i don't know where people are getting all the the hype about it so space jam forever that that movie with michael jordan is amazing so all right. Um, any other comments on Space Jam 2 before I move on to my hot Zane?
1: Uh, well, number one, like, how triggered do you think Max got when they went into the Mad Max universe to go get Wiley <laughs> Coyote? Oh my do you think gosh. Max got really yeah. upset by that?
0: Yeah, he, uh, he. I'm surprised he didn't turn off the the movie after that. Honestly. Well, no.
1: Well, actually, that's probably why it's down. To, he oh. gave it to a 4.5. Like that's he probably, probably had it true. up at like a five and a half. He probably and did, knocked yeah. a whole. Mm-hmm. the whole point off yeah, because you're, they were absolutely to... right <laughs>
0: gosh i don't know and how I... <laughs> he got that high a score that's and that's
1: my cool. last i guess just the my final comment on it like it's something i said and just came it's like my understanding of and watching the the main difference between the, the original and this one is that well number one like you could have put any nba star in this one and it would have worked that's because true. because the Looney Tunes didn't need LeBron to win. Right, yeah. Whereas in the original, they needed Michael Jordan to win. Absolutely, absolutely. So in the original, you had to have Michael Jordan there. He saved the Looney Tunes. In this one, the the Looney Tunes saved LeBron. Right, in this one...
0: lebron doesn't even want the looney tunes as his team he tells bugs he wants to go find the best ba- basketball players in the wb right. server verse and bugs is just like ah screw that i'm gonna go find the looney tunes like right and you're like what like, yeah it's just yeah it was it was disappointing to say the least so all right max has bad on. opinions and he <laughs> should feel bad he does he does let's move on <laughs> to some more positive things though um yes on my hot list uh ted lasso Scott Higa has been harping on this show for, like, a year now. Um, it's an Apple Plus original. Uh, Jason Sudeikis plays a American football coach that goes across the pond to coach uh, soccer. And the premise of the show actually ca- sounds kind of dumb, which is why I never really got into it. But I watched the first episode, and I was immediately hooked. Jason Sudeikis is amazing as Ted Lasso. He's just like very charming and just overwhelmingly positive and you can't not like him. Um, for those of you guys who have Apple Plus, definitely check it out. For those of you who don't, I think Apple Plus is only like five bucks a month. So it's worth like just getting for a month and and binging it. So definitely check out Ted Lasso. Amazing show. I think I'm on episode six out of, I'm not sure how many are in the first episode but or first season. But the second season has actually started streaming. Uh, is coming out weekly, so check out that binge the first season and start the second season. My next hot and my last one on my list is Back for Blood. Um, I was actually able to get in on the beta last weekend. Uh, Back for Blood is kind of like a spiritual successor, uh, sequel-ish to Left for Dead franchise, and I, I I remember like playing them when I was in high school and enjoying them, like I played multiplayer with like friends and stuff like that, but I never played through any of the original games, um, by myself. So I actually bought them on steam and have been playing through left for dead, the, the first one. And it is, man, going back to those is such a blast. And I was like, Oh man, that Zane was already getting me hyped for back for blood earlier. But when I got in on the beta, um, this, this is a fantastic game. I'm, I, I say this all the time, and then I end up just going against my own inhibitions. But I don't like pre-order games. I don't even really buy games right on release because I usually am like, eh, unless I know that I'm absolutely going to love it then I will go ahead and buy it. And this is a game that I am going to buy on release. Like I played the beta and it's fantastic. The gameplay is super smooth. It's just a fun zombie slayer that just has a ton of, of action. And I didn't get to play too much with other people, which I was kind of, kind of bummed about. Um, Zane, you didn't, you weren't able to get in on the beta, were you?
1: No. So I didn't uh, get in on this one. Cause this was like the, I don't remember it the was technical like a, term for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it, like it was like a pre-beta. Like, you had to register for a key yep, for it.
1: Yep, so you had to, like, register. And so, like, that was, like, what you got for, like, pre-ordering the game. Um, the actual, the full open beta is next week. Okay, so we'll definitely think, have
0: to run some yep, at that point. So,
1: yeah, definitely. So that's just what I was waiting for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the open beta will be everywhere. Like, you don't need a key. You could just download it right from the store and be able yeah, to jump in and play. Right.
0: Yep. I th- and, yeah i
1: think that goes live next week yeah
0: it's it's amazing if you're into any type of creepy like zombie type of games it's you have to get it and like it's it feels exactly like the left for dead series like it's just it's just perfect um as a zombie game and i had a ton of fun even just doing it by myself i had a ton of fun so i can't imagine the the enormous amount of fun that we're gonna have as playing as a group so definitely going to check that out and probably purchase that when when it actually comes out. But we'll have to run some on the beta here Zane. I didn't know the I didn't know the open beta was coming pretty soon here too.
1: Uh yeah, I'm trying to look up when the open beta is, but I'm not gotcha. seeing it.
0: I I ran into just a few times where I got kicked or the matchmaking was really long and it's a beta, so it's, you know, like nothing to um unexpected but the gameplay was way smoother than i was expecting it to be which was amazing for like a pre-beta or whatever it was so that was that was awesome oh man zane what do you say we head into our top five we're going in Three. You're entering the top five on the Infinity Bros podcast, starting now. All right, our top fives water cooler discussion. We usually come up with a list of uh, something that we all discuss and uh, tell each other our opinions are horrible over. And today we are doing our top five what-if storylines. So Zane and I actually went back and looked at the actual comic series, the lineup of what-if, and we picked out five um Five titles that we would like to see. Um, I mean, Zane did point out that these, the What If series on Disney Plus, is based on the MCU. So there's probably some characters in our top fives that, like, these would not be made into episodes because these characters have not been introduced in the MCU. But we we just found the coolest slash most hilarious uh what if titles that we could find and we would love to see these be made into um, animated series or included as an episode of the what if series so zane why don't you
1: go ahead and go first with your top five yeah i i hope i mean there's a ton of these so i hope our lists aren't too similar because yeah we both kind of did the same there's thing so with, like many. let's just let's just find some of these wacky ones <laughs> and throw them out there oh my
0: number one is just wild
1: oh i i bet <laughs> Can't but uh, okay, my number five, we kind of even uh, talked about a little bit before the show started. Here is the what if um, of if the Punisher's family hadn't been killed, oh, and man. Um, the the irony of it that the reason why I'm putting that on my list is for those that like haven't read that or don't know what happens is in the what if of what if Punisher's family hadn't been killed, his family still gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is just. Like, wild it 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 is just it's a it's an inescapable fate for him that's like Like, yeah that's like a such a
0: frank castle thing dude like right like (laughs) here's a what if worst luck
1: (laughs) here's a what if of a completely different scenario and your family's still dead oh no (laughs) oh
0: that is just
1: so that that makes me
0: actually curious zane have you actually read the read the comic i i haven't i have not That makes me curious. Do they just get killed in a different way? Like, what's different about that scenario that, like, makes it a what-if scenario? I want to go look that up and read it now.
1: Yeah, that's kind of getting in my mind, too. Like, I need to go and actually, like, look up the, the full story for that. It's just that's one of those ones that I've seen on Reddit that they're just like, if guys ever noticed that in this, what if his family still dies?
0: (laughs) That's so funny.
1: All right. Uh, Actually, you know what,
0: Zane? Since it's just me and you, let's go back and forth. Then we can have some good good discussion here. Uh, My number five is, what if the X Men died on their first mission? (laughs) (laughs) I saw that one and I was like, well, then I guess it would just be like the MCU that we have now because we don't have the X-Men the MCU. Literally. <laughs> it Literally. It would be the same. But, like, in a bigger, like, just a Marvel scope, like, just not having X-Men would just suck so bad in general. And I don't know how that comic goes down. Like, again, most of these comics I haven't read, actually. I, have, I think I've read one on my list. But the, like, just the the... Implications that not having X Men in your universe, which obviously we have been dealing with in the MCU, but it's not because they're dead; it's because they don't exist yet. And I don't know how they're going to solve that. But but if they just like died and didn't exist anymore, like oh man! But could you just
1: be, imagine just being Professor X and just getting that <laughs> news? That together like, and like just yeah, everybody just, dies. <laughs> you get that cool like superhero montage it's just like oh, in deadpool man. 2 like everyone's getting together i'll suit it up and every oh, and then no. just everyone just gets wiped out oh, and you're no. just like uh oh, well yeah that would be
0: that would be unfortunate <laughs> for sure unfortunate all right Zin, what's your number four
1: <laughs> all right so <laughs> my number four is what if peter parker was bitten by a radioactive sheep
0: <laughs> what
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay um
0: you we, need to we also up- discussed this too beforehand but like spider-man is such a popular marvel Marvel character that he's like involved in like a third of the what if comic series like yes so a lot of ours have to do with spider-man not to mention the fact that we're big spider-man fans too but like spider-man is in a lot of
1: these what if series like it's just kind of oh, wild. Yeah. but that's and so, That's just nuts. Radioactive. And some of sheep. them, and some of them, his stories aren't go from the very serious to like the just the oh, bonkers yeah, like right. this one. But on this one, like look up what the like the cover picture of this is. Okay, I like guess, I guess. saw that and I started laughing. I was just like burst out laughing. Wh- whoever came up with this idea, like I hope they got promoted because it's just it's so dumb it's hilarious that's one of the first ones that pops up on my google search i'm like (laughs) writing
0: it out and i got to bitten and by a radioactive sheep comes up like what oh my gosh it's it's what the people want sheep boy (laughs) oh my god okay we need this in the mcu right now right (laughs) that is fantastic oh my gosh Ugh! wow. Okay. My number four is Thanos joins the Avengers. What if Thanos Ooh. joined the Avengers? And I think this is actually like, it's weird because I was scanning through a lot of the, um, what if like titles and a lot of the, what if stuff has actually come true in the comics in, yep. in several instances. Like one of the first, what if comics ever was what if Jane Foster had the power of Thor and right. that as actually like comic canon now. And right. but
1: then yeah, you look at that and I'm pretty sure that one came out in like what the seventies or the eighties. So it's right. Like some yeah, of that exactly. stuff just
0: happens. Right, exactly. So so this one, okay, Thanos joins the Avengers. And I was just like looking up some background stuff on this. And it it starts out as a what if, but then there it actually kinda like branches off into like uh, I don't know if you call it a mini-series or, or what. Maybe it's still part of the What If series, but it's actually like a more extended storyline of Thanos joining the Avengers, and Cap doesn't like it, obviously, because Cap <laughs> knows that Thanos is a bad guy. <laughs> like, okay, I don't know how... I don't know what happened that they are just chill with Thanos joining the Avengers, but <laughs> all right then, I guess. And, and the, the cover of this What If book is... Thanos holding uh, Captain America's shield with a bunch of the characters like behind him, so
1: it's just like, what? Okay, All right, that would then. be nutty, especially yeah. like in current like MCU. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. With with him being literally the big bad of like this generation, basically.
1: <laughs> Hi guys, <laughs> I'm here, like, here to join hey, the squad. Hey.
0: How's it going, everybody? I'm here to help. <laughs> I saw
1: yeah. the flyers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard you were hiring. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> All
0: right. What's your three, Zane?
1: All right. So my three flip into a little more of a serious note here is what if Craven killed Spider-Man?
0: Ooh. Okay. Yep. I saw that one too.
1: And yeah, I had to put that on there just because like Craven's last hunt is such a big oh. Oh, Spider-Man story it's and it's good so good. That's one of my good. favorite
0: Spider-Man stories. Yeah. Right. It's
1: sure. so good. And so like just that, what if of like, what if Craven actually managed to pull that off? Mm-hmm. Like just the implication of that just, yeah, I would love to see just the opposite that to have the end of that story where Craven does actually kill yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen,
0: I've seen, I don't know if it's alternate media or whatever, but I've seen uh, some stuff where, and even in, in Craven's last hunt too, like he poses as Spider-Man for a good chunk of the, the book and, like, you wonder, would he, like, try to pass himself off as Spider-Man if he, if he killed Spider-Man? Like, what's next for him at that point? Because I think his whole life is based on, like, hunting Spider-Man. If he kills Spider-Man, right. what's next for him?
1: So, like, th- then does he just have to go, like, I would imagine, so, like, the whole getup of, like, the lion stuff. So now I would imagine he would take his suit, fashion it after spider Man suit, but then... Does he just go up from there? Like, does he then just start yeah, hunting just superheroes? Start, yeah,
0: Craven kills the like, Marvel Universe. Is that like a thing? Because I feel like that's thing. That, that would be cool. Thing.
1: If it's not, down. it should
0: be. I'd be down. All right, Marvel, hire me. <laughs> I will start working on the story for you. Craven well, kills the Marvel Universe.
1: Well, especially if you go after anything that's based on like an animal. Like, Craven goes and hunts Black Panther. Oh, hunts yeah, right. Falcon. Hunts. Yeah. Like, there's so many, you know, hunts yeah, beasts. There are a, ton. Like, there, are a ton, there are so many sure. animal based stuff that, like, he could just keep hunting everything, you know. I'm
0: digging this, Zane. Like this is might be the best top five we've had in a really. Long I time. like this. <laughs> I yeah, love this. this is cool. I love this. Okay, uh, my number three is okay. This is another serious one too, and like this one got my like this one got my attention. I was like, whoa, when I read this one. What if the kingpin owned Daredevil? Ooh. What if what if Daredevil literally was a I don't know if you want to call him a slave. I mean, he said, it says owned in the title. But, like, what if Daredevil was Kingpin's, like, lackey? Lacky? Yeah. yeah. For, for lack of a better term. Like, what if Daredevil was doing everything that Kingpin wanted him to do? Like, that, that like, kind of got my attention because I was like, dang, dude. Like, Daredevil can be a really dark character. And if he turned evil... Like oh, there could be some really good showdowns and some really good battles with that. Oh, for sure. So that one was like,
1: ooh,
0: I would like to see that one actually. But oh, absolutely. That's, that's unfortunately one of those ones that we wouldn't get until maybe like season six of What If, because hopefully Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox are going to be coming in the MCU pretty soon here.
1: That would be amazing. I want it.
0: Please, please, Marvel. All right, what's your number two, Zane?
1: All right, number two, like, I don't know if this was to be taken as, like, a serious or a comical. Like, at first, I kind of threw it on there, like, oh, yeah. But now that I'm reading it more, I'm like, this could be not the greatest thing to happen. But uh, what if the Gamma Bomb created a thousand hulks? Oh, yikes. <laughs> like, at first, I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, well when hulk uh, kind of first came out like he was like would
0: basically be destroyed <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like who is
1: stopping a thousand hulks yeah, um <laughs> nobody
0: <laughs> like, like you would you would assume that you'd probably have a select amount of the hulks that were able to retain some of their consciousness similar to the hulk and like help to contain them but at the same time it's a thousand hulks like right. there's there's and, no like, way you can stop a thousand Hulks.
1: Right. And like what are the limitations on that? Are do they have kind of the same thing as Bruce Banner? Like do, when they calm back down, do they mm-hmm. go back to the normal state? Right. Is it full just like savage Hulk? Like are they just completely hulked out the entire right. time? Like well, and I suppose man,
0: you you would get deep into like I mean so like the Hulk I mean it's it's different, I guess, but like it'd be sweet to see the different, like, every every different character or different person seeing how they handle the Hulk, seeing their version of the Hulk. You know, like, do they, like you said, are they just completely savage? Do they, are they, is it anger that, like, turns them into the Hulk? Like, what drives these other random 999 people (laughs) (laughs) besides Bruce Banner? (laughs) Like, that's that's just mind-blowing to think
1: about. Well, I I would hope some of them were a little calmer because... Uh, you'd hope uh, so another 999 hulks would not uh bode well for really any situation
0: no no not at all could you
1: imagine though if they just really ran into that and made a series of just like hey it's just like a regular joe blow guy and he's just like yeah he's just you know just an accountant and he's just like in rush hour and he just like (laughs) hulks out in his car and just like just like destroying stuff on (laughs) the freeway and you're just like what is going on
0: right and then you see it happening like in, like, six different spots, like, right yeah. right around you, like, oh, <laughs> shoot, like, I gotta get out of here.
1: <laughs> They're just so, starting to be like, all right, uh, traffic's really congested on 494 here, a man hulked out, so <laughs> <laughs> fi- find alternate routes home.
0: <laughs> it's just, like, becomes a common occurrence, like, right. it's like a post-apocalyptic scenario, and, like, every once in a while, people just randomly turn into the Hulk. <laughs> that would be terrifying
1: <laughs>
0: okay my number two is also terrifying what if peter parker became the punisher Ooh. um so i've i've actually seen a lot of the art for this and i might have even read this book at some point i don't remember it like pretty much at all but basically the premise is peter parker keeps his spider powers and he has punishers mindset basically like i think I'm not sure if he has Aunt May in this, but like he basically goes into rage mode and is seeking revenge on everybody that had to do with his with his uh, family's death. Pretty much like same presence, but he keeps his spider powers. That is like, who, like Punisher himself. Frank Castle is a pretty B.A. dude. Like, right. I mean, scary he kills, <laughs> he's scary enough. Right. Just think about him with spider powers. Like that is also true, <laughs> and the, and the cover art of two is it's Spider-Man in a black like Spider-Man suit, and he's got two oh, yeah. like s two SMGs in his hand, and he's just like yep. firing them. Like oh, that, that man. is a cool cover. It is. Cool I have seen that
1: cover. That is a yeah, very cool cover. It is
0: sweet, but just terrifying to think about. Like <laughs> if Frank Castle can can take out as many people as he can by himself, just think about him with spider powers. Ugh, yikes. (laughs) Big yikes there. All right, Zane, what is your number one what-if storyline?
1: All right, my number one, and for whatever reason, just because I really like this character um, just in general, and just this whole premise really stood out to me, and so I was like, "Ah, this, this would be a really cool one to explore, I feel like. So my number one what a what if is what if Green Goblin stole the Infinity Gauntlet? Oh man, I think I've actually read parts of
0: that one, or or just seen the art for it, because that one. Whew. Yeah, th- I mean the cover terrifying. for it looks sweet, oh, right?
1: A man just just I, insane I mean, person Norman, like Green Goblin, yeah, like Norman you don't know what he's literally gonna do.
0: insane. Like who knows? Like, a who whip, knows like, what he could do?
1: what he's so. going to do, and just basically has the limitless power. But not only that, but even just for the aspect of Norman Osborn, like, you right. know, like, he has these huge aspirations for something. But, yeah, he's insane. Like, right. what well, is yeah, he going like, to do? And we How do you stop that?
0: Of, so we saw glimpses of, like, other people having, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet, especially uh, Doom, Dr. Doom, in kind of mm-hmm. the Secret Wars, like, storyline. And, like, even he, as probably one of the coolest villains in the marvel universe like he has limits because he's like this uber smart dude and he knows that if he misuses that like that's just it for the universe basically right um but like norman osborne is like literally insane so just trying to imagine what he could potentially do with that is just yeah that's terrifying Ugh, i can't even imagine (laughs) can't even imagine my number one is one that i saw multiple months ago what if aunt may was bitten by a radioactive spider (laughs) okay and i've actually read this this storyline so cover like face value it doesn't really seem that interesting but This, this, you guys go read this comic. Like, this is hilarious. Aunt May is bitten by this radioactive spider, and she literally becomes like spider granny. Like, she creates a spider costume that has like the big ruffled, like, shoulders. She's got like a (laughs) bonnet, like a spider bonnet, and she's wearing a skirt. Like, this is a wild, this is a wild, like, I don't know who. What, what drugs people were on when they were thinking of this, what if? But that one I like saw and I was like, oh, what? Okay, this is my number one. <laughs> Aunt May, bitten by a radioactive spider. We need that to be canon in the MCU right away. Definitely. So that is, <laughs> that is our top five. What if storylines. That was really fun, Zane. I kind of want to oh, dive sure. a little deeper into that. When we have more of the bros on, maybe we'll maybe we'll do another similar. Get top some more. Five.
1: Well, yeah, because there was there's what like I mean there's over like it's gotta be over like 250 of those. Right. So like, here's here is so my many. original thought with this top five
0: is one us us coming up with original like ideas of like hey what if this happened what if this happened that would take a little bit more planning. So next yeah. time we have a top five and we're reviewing a what if episode. That's what we'll 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 put some thought into it. We'll come back and give the Infinity Bros universe what they what they really really want is the Infinity Bros thoughts on what if and what could happen in the MCU.
1: What what if Zane and Isaac didn't watch episode of What If, and they reviewed it anyways? Dun
0: dun dun. <laughs>
1: what if max didn't think space jam was a good movie <laughs>
0: i don't think that's possible in that scenario max still thinks that's the thinks punisher space scenario yes, yeah. max still thinks space jam is a good movie oh,
1: <laughs> there's no. there's
0: no scenario in all the multiverses where max thinks space jam is a bad movie <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Well, I'm glad there's one multiverse that Max actually watched Princess Bride though because uh that was a travesty that he had not seen that before.
1: That's true. But he changed that.
0: He did. He did. He changed he changed his uh stars and became maybe we are are do you think we're living in the what if multiverse? Do you think we're like a what if storyline just because Max watched the Princess Bride? We could be. That's very possible. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm suddenly
1: just think of the contemplating
0: our own existence right now
1: just think of the multiverse or the universe we could be living if you watch Mad Max
0: oh my gosh it would be like a utopia
1: we probably have solved world hunger
0: probably cancer
1: (laughs) yeah done
0: like man (laughs) if only if only Max if only Mad Max (laughs) yeah there's a lot of scenarios that uh, would lead to a better world but we'll probably never see those unfortunately yeah, it's sad. It is sad. But what's not sad is that you guys have stuck with us through this entire episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with Zane and I today. Zane, got anything else to share with the Infinity Bros universe before we close it off?
1: Nope, no. Nope. Just uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with us for another episode. Did another our, did our episode best to be entertaining. Full of, I think we... full of
0: shenanigans. The I Isaac mean, and that's... Zane show.
1: Well, I mean, of course. Like, of course, that's, yeah. That's all we get into is shenanigans.
0: Shenanigans. It's shenanigans all day long. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. You can check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube uh, to catch us and interact with us. You can also join our Discord um, where we talk about the issues daily. So definitely come in and, and hang out with us. We love for you to be a part of the Infinity Bros universe Zane, thanks so much for, for hanging out with me tonight. It has been a wonderful night. And we will see the Infinity Bros universe later. We love you, two thousand. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.